in season and out of season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today from the studio in Quincy. We do this live from the studio, WROL studio in Quincy. And it's the word of God being proclaimed. I've been telling people during these dark days, don't quit. It's not time to quit. It's time to press in. It's time to surrender. It's time to say, yes, Lord, fiat, I give you my life. I'm reading from 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, first of all, God calls us to be loved. He says, beloved, beloved, beloved. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. I have this Geiger counter inside my heart. It's called the Holy Spirit. And when something is not of God, it just goes off as if this is not of God. Test every spirit to see if they're from God. Everything that's said is not from God. Some people believe that Jesus is the Father and Jesus is the Holy Spirit. That's not real. Jesus is Jesus. The Father is the Father. The Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. The one God and three divine persons. Let's continue. By this we know, not believe, but know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. That Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. He is true God and true man. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. The Spirit of God glorifies Jesus. You always know where the Holy Spirit is. He glorifies Jesus. He brings Jesus out. He makes Jesus our contemporary. Amen. And Jesus wants to fill you with his love and his peace, his goodness and his fire. When Jesus went, he sent you the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit makes Jesus alive in you. It expands you. It expands your life. It heals you. It fills you. It gives you all good gifts. It gives you all good gifts. Father, fill us with your power today. Jesus, fill us with your wisdom. Holy Spirit, fill us with your love. You know, it's one God, but three persons. And each person does a little different thing for us. So, Lord, we just thank you. But the one thing that the three people of the Trinity hold together is they have the same will. They have the same will. They they have God's divine will. And we ask, Lord, for you to fuse us into your divine will today, Lord, so that we're united with the Trinity, only living in your will, God, as the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit do with each other. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. We know the ones that are from God. They preach Jesus and him crucified and raised from the dead. 
so many people say, I don't hear people preaching Jesus, then they're not of God. The Holy Spirit doesn't dwell in that preacher. It's all about preaching Jesus. Jesus is God. Jesus is Lord. Jesus loves us. Jesus gave his life for us. Jesus went to hell and took the keys from the devil. Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus sent his Holy Spirit. How we need the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. Without the Holy Spirit, nothing happens. I was telling somebody last night at the prayer meeting that many years ago, we had just left a healing service at Holy Rosary, and uh, we were going out to lunch or dinner, and uh, it was pouring rain, and a man knocked on my window, and uh, I'm in the automobile, and he says, can you pray for me? We've come all the way from Gloucester. I said, I can. So I prayed for him. He had cancer of the bowel. And you know what? Through the window, God healed him. Isn't that wonderful? That's the power of God. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's not my power. I don't have any power outside of the power of the Holy Spirit. But he was completely healed. He called me last week or two weeks ago and says, I'm still healed. He called for prayers. And you know what? God is a healer. God makes us new through the power of the Spirit. It is so important that we be filled with the Holy Spirit and fire. Without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. Yeah. This morning when we were about to leave for the radio station, a man came knocking at the rectory looking for calendars. But what do we do, Father? We prayed for him. We prayed for him. We blessed him. We asked him to, the Lord to touch him in a deep way. And that's what happens. We just don't come for a calendar when you come to the rectory. You come for a blessing. He thought he was coming for a calendar. He said, my girlfriend sent me in here for a calendar, but what he received was so far greater. God's ways are not our ways. God knows how to do things. God knows how to send us where we need to be, where we want to be. All we need to be is like a little child and listen to the Spirit. And sometimes we're just listening to the Spirit speak through people, speak through people. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. Now this is just so clear. Our preaching must be Christocentric, Christ-centered, Jesus-centered. Every spirit that does not profess Jesus is not from God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard that it was to come. And now it is already in the world. Little children, you are from God. Why? Because you have received the Holy Spirit. You are from God. And you have conquered them. For the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. The Holy Spirit that is in you is greater than the devil who is in the world. You must know that today. That's why you don't quit. You continue. People say, it's awful dark now. The holidays are over. I'm in a slump. 
It's time to press in. It's time to say yes. It's time to say, God, here I am. I come to do thy will. It's time to say, fiat, let it be done unto me according to your word. It is not time to quit. I'm going to continue to preach that because people are being tempted to say no more, no, more, more, more of the Spirit, more of the Lord, more of his love, more of his presence. More of his power, more of his glory, more of his fire, more of the kingdom of God, expansion in you. You have overcome the world. The Holy Spirit makes you an overcomer. First, we overcome ourselves by being consumed in the love of God. We overcome the devil by the power of the Holy Spirit. As me and Father were driving into Marina Bay, the road was Victory Road. And I was thinking, God has made each and every one of us a victory. That is the inheritance we received when we received Jesus. We received the spirit of victory. We respe- received the spirit of overcomer. You know, when John addresses us in this passage, he says, you are of God, little children. That's how he addresses us as child of God. Are we a little child today? Little children are pure. Little children have faith. Little children are not caught up in themselves. They see the world and they are excited for the day. Have you ever seen a little child pop out of bed on a Saturday morning? That's what we want to wake up to. Wake up today. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the glory. Thank you, Lord, that you gave me breath today. Because every day God has gifts for you. Every day God has new graces for you. Every day God wants to take you deeper and deeper in his love, his face, his power, his goodness. You know, he wants to bring you in a deeper recess of his love. God's love brings healing. God's love brings freedom. God's love brings peace. You know, when we're filled with God's love, we are healed. When we're filled with hate, we become sick. Love brings healing. Lord Jesus, we pray today that you fill our minds with your thoughts, fill our heart with your love, fill our mouths with your words. We want to be so filled with God that it's bubbling out from within us because that brings us protection. When the Holy Spirit overshadows us and overcomes us, there becomes a wall of fire around you, the fire of the Holy Spirit. Any dart the enemy shoots at you burns up in the fire. Any bad thoughts the enemy projects in your mind, it burns by the fire of God. So Lord, we just pray today that th- that burning fire of your Holy Spirit, that burning fire of your Holy Spirit just washes over each and every person, that you know that you are a victor today and you have the spirit of victory residing within you. Those who do not proclaim Jesus are from the world. Therefore, what they say is of the world and the world listens to them. I've often said, The world is the only thing that I have to preach the gospel. It has nothing for me. Nothing in the world is for me. I use it to preach the gospel. We've been doing that by grace for 40 years. Whoever knows God listens to us because we proclaim Jesus. We proclaim his blessing. We proclaim his blood. We proclaim his resurrection. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. From this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The spirit of truth, again, will glorify Jesus. Oh, how many times do I have to say that? 
It tells us in John 16 that when the Spirit comes, he will glorify Jesus. I had a teacher once who said to me, Tom, you're Spirit-centered. I said, oh no, I'm not Spirit-centered. I'm Christ-centered. The Spirit glorifies Jesus. I preach Jesus. I do not preach the Holy Spirit, but I preach we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to come down and let the Spirit come forcefully into our lives so that we can bring healing to the sick, so that we can bring deliverance to those that are bound, to bring health to the people that are ill. The Spirit of God is the Spirit of Jesus. He came on Pentecost, but we are living in the day of Pentecost. Pentecost is not something that happened 2,000 years ago. We are living in the day of Pentecost. That's why we are in need of the Holy Spirit to glorify Jesus Christ. No Holy Spirit, no victory. No Holy Spirit, no miracles. No Holy Spirit, no power. There's two spirits in this world. There's only two kingdoms in this world. The spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The kingdom of light, the kingdom of darkness. For I know the plans I have for you. Jesus has plans to light you up with with the light of God. The Spirit of God always produces the Word of God. You know, we want to only speak the words of life. Peter told Jesus, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We want to make sure every word that comes out of our mouths is bearing light and life. The the Word is a light unto our path, a lamp at our feet. You know, God has given us authority in our words to bind and loose. So we want to make sure that we're only speaking from the kingdom of God. We're only speaking from the spirit of truth because the words we speak create our, God has given us power in our tongue and it creates our destiny. We can speak, be speaking the enemy's destiny for our life and watch that come to pass. Or today you can speak only the word of God, only God's will, only from the kingdom of light. And as we release light, as we speak light, as we speak healing, then that, then that comes to manifest. When I pray, we Jesus casted out demons by a word. We speak healing to people. We speak love to people. We speak life to people. Just one prophetic word can change everything for someone. One word from heaven. And it's not about us speaking or you speaking the perfect word or me or Father speaking the perfect word here. It's about speaking the God's word the best we can, but letting the Holy Spirit move upon upon the words we speak. Let, watching the Holy Spirit move upon the word you speak to someone. And that just opens the door for the Holy Spirit to come into their heart and reveal God's love to that person. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. John keeps on telling us that we need to love our brothers and sisters. We need not to condemn them. We need to love them, even if they're different than us. We need to love our brothers and sisters. This is the will of God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. Oh yes, God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God, 
and God abides in him. God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way, mm. how God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but he loved us first and sent his son into the world as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This is God's love, sending Jesus. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the atoning sacrifice of the world. Jesus said, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. People don't preach about that, but I do. On the cross, Jesus became a human magnet, drawing every man, woman, and child from Adam and Eve to the last person into his heart with love, with love, so that we would be forgiven our sins. This is love. God shows us love. The dying on the cross is the love of God poured out for us. He is the atoning sacrifice. He is the sacrifice that brings us wholeness, the sacrifice that brings us forgiveness, the sacrifice that brings us healing, the sacrifice that brings us love. Jesus is the atoning sacrifice. We need to preach that atoning sacrifice every day, every day. It's a part of the gospel. It's the core of the gospel that Jesus Christ died for us, that he rose for us, and that he's coming again in glory as the judge of the living and the dead. Yeah. And he, he's so good. That's why when we look at a crucifix and see Jesus on the cross, that is love poured out for us. He bled in every wound for me and for you and for Father. And by his blood, his blood flows over your life, that blood of Jesus. And not only through that blood are you forgiven from your sins, your past is wiped away, but God in that blood is everything good. In that blood is victory. In that blood is the love of God. In the blood of Jesus is your destiny, is your future. Plead the blood of Jesus over yourself today. Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over everyone listening. You know, when... We're exercising people or casting demons out. When you begin to speak about the blood of Jesus, the demons howl, the demons hate the blood, the demons are scared of the blood because when they see their blood, the blood of Jesus, what they see is their defeat. By this we know, not believe, but know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit, that the same spirit Hallelujah. that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in the believer. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He's given us his spirit, and we have seen and to testify that the Father has sent his Son as Savior of the world, but not only Savior of the world, but your Savior, my Savior, my Lord, your Lord. God abides in us who confesses that Jesus is the Son of God and they abide in God. So we have known and believe the love that God has for us. How do we know the love that God has for us? People have often asked me, how do I know God loves me? I said, 
take a crucifix and look at what happened. Jesus died on the cross for you. That is the love of God poured out for you. But I don't know. I'm not Catholic. You don't have to be Catholic to believe that Jesus died on the cross for you. Father, you wear a cross, but Jesus is risen from the dead. That's right. I saw the lamb that was slain. That's what it says in the book of Revelation, that the lamb was slain to have glory and power and honor and adoration. I wear the cross and the crucifix to remind me that our Lord Jesus Christ died for me, died for us, died for the world, but not only for the world, but for you. Yeah. Jesus lo loves you and has an intimate relationship with you as if you were the only person in this world. We want to walk one-on-one -on -one with Jesus, and then we see Jesus in everyone we come across. We see Jesus in everything. Look at every gift, every car, every cloud, every ray of sun. Jesus created this world and put you in it, and everything that happens is an act of love. Every piece of nature... Every every grace that happens to you today, it's an I love you from Jesus. Every raindrop, every snowflake, it's an I love you from Jesus. You know, the, the crucifix symbolizes the defeat of the enemy. Jesus is risen, but the crucifix with Jesus on that cross is the love of God poured out for you and for me and for each and every person. When the, the exorcists hold up a crucifix to the demons, they howl, they scream. They want it, they want it out of their vision because in the upside-down kingdom, Jesus on the cross is what symbolizes victory. God is love, and those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we have boldness on the day of yeah. judgment, that we don't fear on the day of judgment. We have boldness on the day of judgment because as he is, as Jesus is, so are we in the world. Amen. We are Christians, other Christs, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are Christians. We represent Jesus. We have the same DNA that Jesus has. He has given us of his spirit, and it's real. It's real. It's not something that we just theologically come up with. It's real that when people see us, they should see Jesus, and not only see Jesus. We might be the only gospel that people read. My aunt, I tell you the story, she said to me, I want what you have. I said, well, what do I have? She said, you have a relationship with God. I want it. And so we prayed for her. And you know what? She got it. Amen. She got it. That's when, when the Father sees you, he sees Jesus when you're saved. He sees Jesus in you. There's no fear in God. There's no fear. We come to the throne of God boldly. Our prayers are answers when we have that confidence and boldness in Christ. There's fear of God, which is not servile fear. It's fear of, of offending God, fear of losing God's presence, fear of 
to be fear of just offending God, but we have boldness because you know who you are in Christ. Jesus was never fearful of his father. Jesus loved his father with all of his heart. Jesus would do anything for the father. Father, what's the word of the day today? I forget. Presence. Presence. <laughs> presence of God. The presence of God. The greatest present we can ever receive is God's presence. That's what we want to pray and ask for this year for your birthday, for a greater increase in the presence of God in your life. Because in God's presence is all healing, freedom, and abundant life. There is no fear in love. Perfect love Cast casts out, fear. out all fear. Amen. For fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We are not called to fear. We are called to have faith. We are called to believe. We are called to love. We are called to do what Jesus did on the earth. Those who say, I love God and hate their brother or sister, they are liars. For those who do not love the brother or sister whom God loved are liars. The commandment we have from him is this, those who love God must love their brothers and sisters. Fear has to do with sickness. Love has to do with healing. Fear from the, comes from the kingdom of darkness. Love comes from the kingdom of light. God did not give you the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So today, Father, we pray that you wash any fear that's on anyone's heart today with the love of God. Fill them with the glory of God, Lord. Let the love of God break every spirit of fear, every condemning thought, every thought of torment, and fill them today with your presence. God bless you. Don't quit. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. In season and out of season. Oh.